Welcome to episode number nine of Not Another Fucking Podcast, the first recording of 2022. Wow, I am so excited and I want to tell you Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. If you have set a New Year's resolution and you break it, please do not feel bad. Please do not feel bad. You, If you've heard my last episode, you already know how I feel about New Year's resolutions, but do not feel bad. Just keep going. Chisel away at your goals. Chisel away at the things you want to accomplish and you will get there. We'll do this and we'll do this together. Can you believe it's a new year? The last time I recorded, we were in 2021, and man, did that fly by so fast. I cannot believe that we are now in 2022. And the way that I describe 2021 is the year of the shit show. I don't know about you, but for me, it was so hard and complicated personally, emotionally, career-wise. I feel like 2020 made us sit down, shut up, be quiet, and listen. And 2021 challenged the hell out of us. And I feel like 2022 is really going to be the year for growth. And I am so excited about it. I'm so excited. The one thing that kept coming up for me was courage. Courage, I kept seeing this word everywhere. I kept feeling it everywhere. I kept seeing a ton of people make excuses. In 2021, a lot of us made excuses for our behavior, for the reasons why we couldn't change. And in 2022, I noticed that half of those people were ready to rip off that bandaid and start their healing journey or start their goals or start their career journey, whatever it is that they were working on. But the other half are still in this motion of making excuses. And the word courage kept coming up for me because it is extremely hard. When we are making a change, courage is extremely difficult. It is the hardest thing in the world to say, I need help. I need love. I feel hurt. I messed up. Like those things are so difficult to say because we live in a society and in a culture, different cultures, right, where saying, I am sorry, I need help. Those types of phrases are a sign of weakness and they really are not. I am a huge Brene Brown fan. If you don't know Brene Brown by now, oh my gosh, I am obsessed with her. I am obsessed with everything she does and I hope and pray that one day I get to meet her. So Brene, if you are listening to this, we are going to meet, I'm going to manifest you and we're going to sit and laugh together and just talk about vulnerability and shame. She really was why I jump-started my career into this work and diving deep into the places of myself that scare me. And courage cannot come without vulnerability. We cannot say, I feel hurt, without being vulnerable, without having that courage. Those two come hand in hand. And for many of us, when we say those things out loud, it means that we're broken It means that we failed at life. It means that we are not good people, that we are not good parents or good children. And that is not the case at all. So this episode for today is going to be all about courage, ways to find it, and to know that having courage doesn't make you a bad person. Having courage doesn't mean that you are broken. 
Having courage means that you were simply living the human experience. You are simply building connections with others. And when you come out and say that you need something, it's only going to bring you closer to someone else. And I hope that that helps you. And I know that for me, 2021 was the year that I decided to share my story with the world. I decided to let everyone in on the darkest parts of me, on the things that I went through when I was a teenager and my experience with dating abuse and feeling afraid for my life, um, because I wanted to let other people get to know me as a life coach, as a counselor, as a person who is trying to build a brand, but also because I wanted to find the connections. I know that there is no way in hell that I am alone in this. I know that there is no way in hell that I'm the only one that's ever experienced dating abuse. It's just, there's just no way. And the moment that I started sharing my story, I felt an instant anxiety. I remember the first time I posted my first purpose blog on my website when my fingers hit the keyboard, they were shaking and there was no one in the room with me. It was just me in my office alone. And I even think the building was empty. It was after school. And I just realized how deep my traumas were, my my secrets that I had kept for so long, my shame, my shame was so big. And I didn't realize how much it took over my life. When I posted my first story, I was 36. And this happened to me when I was between the ages of 14 and 17. And I didn't even realize that this was something that I was hiding from myself. And this, this just made me realize that courage is really being honest with yourself. The things that we hide from ourselves, we can hide whatever the hell we want from strangers. We can decide what we tell strangers, what we tell our family, what we tell our spouses or children about us, right? But the one person that you cannot hide from is you, no matter what you do, because you know the truth. Your soul knows knows the truth. And even if you are not ready to confront the truth, it's in there and it'll confront you one day. So... This is what I experienced when I posted that first post. And then when I hit send and it was it was everywhere, literally there could have been no one reading my blog. There could have been absolutely no one. The moment I hit send, I felt this instant anxiety. I wanted to crawl into a hole and I didn't want to come out. And I remember coming home and I couldn't even make eye contact with my husband. I felt like I had done something so raw, like I was naked. I felt like I was naked on stage in front of millions of people. And by this time, no one even knew about me or my blog or anything that I was doing. So it was just the exposure. It was just the rawness that I felt. And I felt this way the first four or five um, blog posts that I made. And I, and I blogged every week for about 12 weeks. And every week for five weeks, it felt the same. I even found myself avoiding phone calls. I felt like every phone call that I was going to get was going to be a question about my blog because I never had the courage to share this with my family or my closest friends. And they found out with you. They found out with the world. There were things in there that no one knew. My husband was getting to know me all over again. 
I would come home some days and he would just wrap his arms around me and just kiss me and tell me how much he loves me as if I had just gone through this experience. And I appreciate, you know, him being there for me, but it was also a realization of people were getting to know me in a different light. And I was, it, it, it was, it was peaceful while it was scary. Then when my blog started to really take traffic and kind of blow up a little bit, I started to get messages, messages from you, messages telling me, me too. I can't believe that went through. I, I can't believe you went through that. You look like you have your stuff together, Dora. And I'd say, well, I do now. And I sort of do sometimes, but I don't have it together all the time. I'm just a human. I'm just like you. I mask things. I I hide things just like the everyday human does. I just had the courage to just take the mask off and show you who I was and show you that I am still me, that I am not broken and that I am healing. And your messages in your community really brought this all together full circle because it made us closer. And I am so grateful for you. And it was important. It was important for me to share this with you because I don't want people to believe that I have it all together. And I think that that's what we do with many people. We look at people who are doing okay in life, they're doing well, or maybe we feel like they're doing better than us. And we say, wow, they really have it all together. But behind every human is a story. And when I shared that, it was my reminder that I want you to know that just because you think or you see me in a certain way doesn't mean I'm not hiding anything like you. And it brings me closer to you sharing that you are not alone. I am here with you. There is a stranger somewhere out there in this big blue world that is having the same exact issue you are having, that is hiding the same exact thing you are hiding. And I hope that that helps bring you closer to maybe wanting to share your story, to finding someone safe where you can go and not feel any judgment. The worst thing that we can do is share our story to the wrong people or the wrong person and we, and they receive it with sympathy. And sympathy is the idea of, I feel sorry for you. Oh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. If you share your story and someone does that to you, what you're going to do is you are probably going to shut down because now you feel like they're self they're pitying you and you will loathe in your self pity. It's important when you are sharing very deep, dark things that you find a community, a person, a therapist, a coach, whoever that has some empathy for you, that can, that can sit with you in silence, hear your story, not judge it, not judge you and say, I, I can't imagine what you are feeling. I would love to help you. I would love to sit with you. I don't know what I would do if this was me. I just know that I'm here with you. And that's what empathy is, right? It's the, I, I can't imagine what you're going through. Like I, as a mother, I have children. When I hear stories of mothers losing their children or parents losing their children, I can't, I can't relate to that because my children, thank God, are living and they're healthy. But I can only imagine how that would feel because I feel that love and I feel that connection for my kids. And that's what empathy is. And my heart really sits with 
a parent or anyone who's been through something difficult because I know that love. And so it's really important to find a place where you feel empathy and you feel that connection. Otherwise, it's just not going to work. And also, knowing where to share. I think that some of us get confused about courage. Some of us feel like, well, I posted everything on Facebook. And that's not courage. That is not courage. Telling your personal information in your business and just kind of putting it out there is not courage. So I kind of wanted to clear that up because I know that every single one of us, yes or no, in this room has experienced someone who will go and overshare on Facebook. And it's like, you want to do that face plant, you know, that face plant emoji, like, oh my God, why are they posting this? Because it's not a place where we're finding community or not. It almost feels forceful. Like, here are my problems, hear them. But that's not an authentic community. That's not an authentic connection. And I think that we might get confused about that. So I just really wanted to put that out there. And I know it's hard to hear. And the person who was putting things out on Facebook, I'm sure I've been guilty of it. There's no way in hell I have not done this at one point or another in my life. But they may not know that they're doing this. And if you do see something like this and it's a person that you care about, I challenge you to send them a DM and say, hey, I see. I see that there's something going on. Would you like to have a safe place to talk? Because that might be what they are waiting for. So now my next question is, in helping you build courage and helping you find courage, my question to you is this. How are you feeling today? How are you doing today? But really, don't bullshit me. How are you feeling today? So many of us answer, oh, I'm great. Life's good. Kids are fine. Busy, busy, working so hard. It's been, it's been so good. How many of us do this? I have been guilty of this a million and one times. I probably do this weekly. I probably do this daily. I don't know. But here is the question. I'm going to repeat it. How are you doing really without the fluff, without the BS? How are you really, really feeling? I asked someone that yesterday, someone who has gone through some stuff. And I just said, how are you doing today? And she looked at me and smiled and was about to say, you know, fine. And I was like, no, no, really, like without the bullshit, how are you feeling today? And she looked at me and she said, I'm managing. I'm finding my way and I'm managing. That took courage. Those little words took some courage. She was expecting to do the small little, uh, okay, you know, I'm fine. But the fact that she said, I am managing, I'm figuring it out, actually is what she said. I'm figuring it out, took courage. And that simple little question, and when you get quiet with yourself and you really dig deep and you find out what is really bothering you, that can trigger you to start the process, to start the process, to start thinking, what is it that I need to change? What is it in my life that is not working for me? And once you do that, then you have to get quiet and you have to get curious as to where the root is, where this is coming from. And really sit with yourself and see how can we tackle this? Are you listening to your intuition? Are you being guided by your values, your integrity? Are you really looking at 
the issue or the problem or whatever is happening in your life without judgment because we are so quick to judge ourselves. We can be our own worst enemies. We can look in the mirror and say, wow, you are so ridiculous. You have gotten yourself into some shit, haven't you? I have, and the reason I say it that way is because I have literally used those words towards myself. I would never say that to a friend though. I would never say that to a family member. I would never ever say that. I would sit with them in their pain and I would say, I'm here for you and I see you and you're not alone, right? But to ourselves, we can be so cruel and it's important to see that, that we need to talk to ourselves the way that we would talk to a best friend without judgment, with grace, with love and kindness, because we need it sometimes. And the person that we need it the most from is us. Also, for me, it's really important that what I've noticed on my journey to healing and my journey of courage is to stick, stick with my integrity. I have this model of, this motto of walking the walk. So I had to get really, really honest with myself in 2021 and really look at some connections, some friendships that just were not serving me and slowly kind of cut them off. Not in a way where it, it's, it's a little hard to explain, but it was important for me that I model what I teach. That if I tell you that something is not serving you and you've tried to communicate and you've tried to stay, say what you feel and it just didn't work and you were in a toxic friendship or relationship, I told you a lot last year that you needed to get in tune with yourself and protect your peace. And that is what I did. I really sat with my courage this past year and I eliminated some of those things that were no longer serving me. And I did it because it was important for me to know that I was setting the tone and modeling what I teach. And that was important for me to stick to my integrity. It was hard. I'm not going to lie to you, but it's so freeing to see that your peace and your love and your friendship is being reciprocated by the right people. Sometimes we don't make room for the right people because we are holding on to the wrong people and we all do this. I also really wanted to share that I noticed that a lot of people that were not completely healed yet were desperately trying to help others. And I wanted to acknowledge this because I want to say about 95% of us do this and I am guilty of this. I did this my whole life up until I think I started this journey with you. I never really focused on me. I just focused on all of the things that were broken about me and trying to help all of the things that were broken about you, but not sitting with my own broken pieces. And I noticed that a lot of this, a lot of people did this in 2021 and maybe it was because I was listening. Maybe that's why I was so in tune to what was happening around me because I was actually listening and because I know that I did it myself and it's not a bad thing and it's not a wrong thing and I don't want you to feel like you're a bad person because you're not, because every single one of us does this. But I want you to look at it this way. When we are trying to help others without having helped ourselves first, we are not going to give them our full, honest, authentic, full of love cup selves. 
And what does that mean? Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm very like, I'm all into examples and breaking it down like Barney, right? So if, if on a scale of one to 10, if on a scale of one to 10, you are operating at a three and you are trying to help someone else, a three is not going to do anything to help anyone else. It's just not going to happen. If on a scale of one to 10, you are a five, a five is still not going to do much to help someone else. But if you have done the work and if you have really connected to your inner self, your inner authentic self and learned to love yourself and started this healing journey and you get yourself to a 10, a 10 is going to make so much more difference in another person's life. And that is my journey and that is my goal and that is what I have gotten clear with. I started this year with that message in my mind. If I help you heal, if I help you find your true self, if I help you see and hold up the mirror to who you really, really are, and I can help get you, get you to a 10, I would absolutely love for you to turn around heal someone around you or help someone around you and get them to attend and continue the circle, continue the cycle of just helping each other. If I help you be better, you can help someone else be better and then they can help someone else be better and then they can help someone else be better. And that is what I would love to see for 2022. And that is something that I am vowing to do. I am digging deeper. I, I know that there is still work to do for me. I, I'm a lifelong learner. This will never, ever end. But I also want you to know that you can be a lifelong learner and it takes courage. The first step is saying, I have a problem. I can be toxic. I have been toxic. Personally, there are days, and I share this with my husband, in the very beginning of our marriage, I don't know how he didn't leave me. I was so overbearing and controlling and ugly and not who I was because I came into our relationship at a two, maybe a one. I think that maybe he saw past all of that and looked deep into my soul. I don't know. I don't know what that man was thinking. He is an angel, but I was operating at a very low number and I know I, the way that I am and the fight or flight mode that I lived in for the longest time, it would have been a battle. And he was very patient with me and he truly loved me when I was at my lowest and my darkest. And now that I'm healing, he's getting the version that he should have gotten all along. And even just saying that makes me a little emotional because I know many of us are dealing with this. Ooh, I had to kind of take a little breather there. Um, I know that many of us are dealing with this and I saw it and I saw it in the messages you're sending me. You are in the hardest season of your life this past year, or you were. Many of us got divorced. I heard stories of women coming into me, into my DMs and telling me that they were in the process of moving out around Christmas, that they had just buried their parents that they had just buried an uncle and another family member within three weeks due to COVID or due to other complications. I talked to so many nurses 
There are a ton of nurses in my DMs that follow me on Harder Minds on Instagram who have told me that COVID has really taken their love of nursing away from them. And they are truly conflicted and feeling in limbo because everything that they thought they knew is not what is is panning out in front of them. And this made me really sad because we operate at such low numbers and we try to help and heal others and we don't realize that in doing so, we are only hurting ourselves and we are only hurting them. And this is how we really get honest about what it is that we are doing. And once we get honest about it is when we are ready to change. So I hope that you find some courage I hope that you see that even though you say, I need love, I want love, or even I want a baby, I know that many of us are on a fertility journey. I can't imagine what that's like. I've never, I can't relate to that. But I know as a mother, I know that love and that lack of and the yearning. I see you, I hear you, you're not alone, but it takes courage and you are not weak. You are never, ever weak to say, I want love. I need love. Everybody needs love. This this came up in one of my client meetings this week, and I just really wanted to reemphasize that. Every single one of us needs love. Animals need love. We need companions, companionship. We just need it. You are not wrong for that. Don't ever feel wrong for saying what you need. That is step one. And step two is just starting your journey starting to navigate the waters because the waters are scary. I'm not going to lie to you. They really are. They hurt. They're scary. You're going to open up cuts that were sealed with the thickest of scars, but you're going to find some peace. You're going to find some clarity. You're going to find some freedom in seeing that you're not alone with those scars and with, with the hurt and the pain. Healing is a roller coaster ride. There is no right or wrong way to heal. One day you're going to feel like you can conquer the world and just do everything you said you were going to do. And you're going to help a hundred people and it's just going to be the best day. And the next day you're not going to want to get out of bed because you were triggered with a memory because something came up and that's what it looks like. But the key is to keep one foot in front of the other and just keep going. It's not going to make sense every day, and it doesn't need to. You don't need to dissect it every day. You just need to give yourself grace, forgiveness, and kindness. You've been through enough already. You deserve grace, forgiveness, and kindness. Don't give up. On the days you are like, screw my healing. I am done. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm sick of talking about it. I'm sick of being re-triggered. On those days... Give yourself a break. That's okay. For me, when I started writing my book and I got into the first few chapters, I was coming home traumatized. I would lock myself in my office at work and not come out because I was re-triggering the past of myself that I never fully healed. I turned into that 17-year-old girl that was afraid for her life that her ex-boyfriend was trying to kill her. That was my reality. That's my truth. And I just needed to be honest about it. And I just needed to give myself breaks and give myself alone time when I needed and practice self-care. So if you are on this journey and you are starting the courage, 
starting the courage process and this healing process, know that you are not alone. Please know that you are not alone. Find your community, find what you need, do some research, do some self-care, and give yourself a break. You've been through enough already. You deserve it. Thank you so much for spending time with me and listening to episode number nine of Not Another Fucking Podcast. Please know that I am a safe place if you ever need somewhere to go, to share, to laugh, to cry, to vent, whatever it is that you need. I got your back. You can find me on Instagram at Harder Minds. That is H-E-A-R-T-O-U-R-M-I-N-D-S. Or you can find me at Not Another Fucking Podcast, which I know you know I will not spell out for you. It's too long. So please connect with me. And also, please, I am absolutely so grateful for you. And I want you to know that if you enjoyed this podcast and if you are enjoying this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you could take a minute of your time and share it with a friend or if you could go to Spotify or Apple, wherever you listen and rate and review the podcast. I really hope to grow this year and just take this podcast to a whole new level in helping and healing and really getting in there and and talking about the parts of us that we just don't want to talk about. Let's normalize talking about all of the hard things. So until then, I will see you next week for another episode. I hope that you have a beautiful week.